The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes I am live. We are live from the phone, so I don't know how well the uh, the sound may be. Uh, Ken from ATL, always Coach B. What's cracking? What's up, fella? Where you at now, man? I'm in traffic, man. I'm in traffic. You know what I'm gonna stop doing? I'm gonna stop coming into this. I'm driving to the studio now. I'm on the Blackberry right now. Oh, it, it was raining out in Arizona. Uh, first of all, they can't even drive without the rain. So when it's raining, man, everybody. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. You know what? I started turn back around and go home. I mean, this is, I could do. We could do the show from home. We could do the show from the BlackBerry. I could do the show from the BlackBerry. I did my show from the iPhone. Can do yeah. his show from his from his other his show office. <laughs> from the office. Yeah, I'm in my show office. That's right. Hey, ain't that something, man? Yeah, y'all need one of these. Yeah, yeah, I need a, I need a show office. <laughs> I got I got first thing first. Let me let me ask both questions real quick. I know you hosting the show, Kwame, because it's your show. But I got to ask this question: How upset is everybody man, right man. now over their it's, brackets? It's our show, man. It's our show. I understand oh. that though, but I'm saying you know you namely host, and you all you know you. I got to get this bracket thing off my chest. How many yeah. people really upset about their brackets right now? Oh, I'm oh, not because I think I called Northern Iowa last week, so I'm having a ball with it. So you called Northern Iowa over Kansas? Yes, I did. I called Northern Iowa was my Cinderella team, didn't I, Kwame? You did yeah. say Cinderella, but I don't know if you said over Kansas. Yeah, I said I said Northern Iowa. Nobody Northern would want to play them. Northern Iowa was a team to watch, and I agree, and both, and both of us agree with you, but I don't know if they would be not Kansas. What Kansas did is why I'm under the weather now, not just this rain in Arizona. They messed up Everybody bracket. Even if you had them going to the final four, they messed up the brackets. Even uh, I had them losing against Michigan State. Yeah, but Northern yeah, Iowa, I said that was a Michigan very State. dangerous team that nobody wouldn't want to play. Was uh, Northern Iowa? Correct. Michigan uh, Lucas for uh, Michigan State is not even playing. That guy was up and down that floor like, well, he's the general of that, of that team. Yeah, and without yeah, Lucas, that that might be another victory. You, you, you a little upset about the Kansas loss, too, huh? Yeah, I was a little upset. I was a little upset about the Kansas loss. I was really upset about the Maryland loss on Sunday. Yeah, they had no business losing. They had what no about that Virginia Tech no game last night? Down, as far down as they were. Uh-huh. And then they're going to come back and lose with a last-second shot to Michigan State, even with, you know, with um, Lucas being out, still bothers me a little bit. Well, well you, you know, know what you know, it is. What it is. They, at least they balled. See, I'm not so much surprised. Uh, I am surprised. They are number one, and I'm talking about Kansas now. 
I, I'm surprised about that. But you know, I, I've seen that before. I've seen that many times before when Kansas has been ranked in the top five of if maybe number one and number two and always get the number one seed during tournament time. I've seen these guys lose run, games like that twice. I remember one distinctly is what they lost to Howard University. Yeah. That was in the second round, right? just like the Northern Iowa game. It was in the second round, like, being number one and playing better competition, now you're playing for some guys who play some play without referees. You play against a Howard University team. These guys play without referees, and they can ball. As I remember at the University of Kansas, we would play these guys at the uh, gym, and only probably one or two of them can play physical enough, but the other ones like to call fouls all the time. So they're not. These guys are number one in the country when they got a referee in the game. So all of them just can't really out there and play that street basketball and play that ball, you know, take a foul and say, hey, and one or foul, don't worry about it, keep the game going. These guys at the University of Kansas, man, they had no business. Now, I'm a little upset that Collins didn't get to finish his career the way he did, but he had, he does have a national championship. But still, you like to think that was the team to beat. But I mean, were they really the team to beat? Were they an overrated team, or because you got to look at now the Big Twelve, who I thought you know put seven teams into the NCAA bracket this year, they haven't really been the strongest uh, division out there. So you got to look at the Big Twelve is getting beat left and right. Were they overrated, or were they really the team to beat? Kansas, I think Kansas was the team to beat. Kansas with the uh, with Bill Self there. And and the player, the personnel they have there, Kansas with the team to be, even their coaching staff, uh, they got some of an all-star coaching staff over there, guys who played. But I think when it comes down to it, they play more at the final stretch. They can play more. But when they were playing from behind, it was long. This guy hit threes. Most guys don't show up against uh, Kansas. And and not and that got a lot to do with who Kansas is. That has a lot to do with who the personnel are for. Kansas have a bench like no other, but they never had a chance to use that bench because – these guys were shooting lights out on them. Hmm. Oh, they went straight to L. And the years I've always liked Kansas or known about the University of Kansas, I've never said it was overrated. And I, not even because I went there, but I've never said these guys were overrated. I just know these guys, they play some teams, and when teams show up, you may have uh, one or two stars on that team that, that get you over the hump, but they say we're playing against the University of Kansas. And that's a fact that that goes back from the history of playing, like, playing against the teams like Kansas. Playing against teams like UCLA, uh, Duke, North Carolina, I know in this day and time you're not playing against the you you're not playing those ghosts, but you do walk into that Fog Island and think, man, I've always wanted to play here. I always always wanted to play here or play against the University of Kansas. Mm-hmm. So that that takes care of, that takes on a whole other uh, instance in itself. And I would never say it was overrated though. Mm, not just for this season, because there was a very good Tennessee team that beat both Kentucky and Kansas this year that nobody's not even talking about. I like Tennessee against Ohio State. Well, Ohio State, everybody putting Ohio State in front of Tennessee, and I like Tennessee. Uh, you're right, you're right, Ken. I like Tennessee for this game, but it's going to be a tough one. For they need to get over this, they need to get over this one, and that puts them to the uh, what's that Elite Eight. It's going to be interesting to see what happens now between now and well this weekend. This weekend is going to be a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Last week it was a fun weekend. It was a fun. It, had, it kept everybody on their on their P's mm-hmm. and Q's. Now I think Syracuse is the is an outright favorite. 
Uh, I can agree with you there, Coach. Everybody's saying it's Kentucky now. I have to go with Syracuse. Syracuse has been the most stellar team there is all season. That They have a, a, a very tremendous zone defense that nobody can really penetrate. Um, you talk about a, a player of the year candidate, Wesley Johnson, uh, on there who, who's an absolute superstar who could probably be one of the first top five picks in the draft taken this year uh, is, 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 an, is an amazing athlete who can just score at will. Is that the same guy that's coming out? Is his uh, sophomore coming out his sophomore year? Uh, yeah, his sophomore. He's number four, Wesley Johnson. He's a uh, he's a first team All American. He's a Nismith uh, finalist as well. Wow. So they got these. Yeah. Well, Syracuse they always put a good. If they if they got they've gotten to this point, um, obviously they have a good team. But when you, when you put them at at this far in the game, you got to give them a chance to win this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody don't have a chance to line up in that 64 bracket. All those teams don't really have a chance. It's because you got teams that won your conference but lost. You might have finished your season nine and six, but how you get in? You win your conference somehow. Uh, any shot counts in those and during those times. But you got teams like that in the brackets that that, that really don't have a chance to be in this uh, game. So you get Syracuse in there, and you got them this far. You got to give them thumbs up to win it all. Yeah, and you also got to look at also uh, the, the the mid majors are, are are really stepping up. I mean, you got. Great teams like a, a St. Mary's, a Cornell, a Butler, uh, who made really great runs, a Northern Iowa, uh, a Baylor. Baylor's another team that we're not talking about who I talked about last week. I said, Baylor, don't be surprised if Baylor beats Duke and gets and jumps about, into that, that Final Four. Last week. I, we did. We talked about Baylor. Well, we, yeah, we did. We talked about Baylor. We said that was, was going to be a tough game. I think, Ken, you were saying what you just said about Baylor. Yeah. Don't be surprised if they do. Uh, end up in this Final Four and mm-hmm. playing for a championship. Yeah. And I say they do play hard. Bill is a tough team to play against. They have some players over there, but we don't give them enough notoriety uh, with the superstars they have and what they have done this far. Mm-hmm. We don't. and we, I mean, we need to. We need to make sure that everybody knows what they're doing and how well they are doing. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. I, and also you got to look at... Uh, uh, look at the Pac-10, uh, 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 somebody who wasn't supposed to even be in there. No Pac-10 finished in, in the top 25, but yet here you got uh, Washington, who's making a, a, a pretty good run and who probably got the inside track into getting into the Elite Eight, if not the four. Washington, who do they have next? Washington is going to play uh, – don't have that in front of me. You got your schedule, you got yours in front of you? I'm uh I'm on a uh, I'm in the mobile office. I'm in the truck. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're I, truck. I, I get that on the next break. I get who Washington is playing next. I don't have yeah, that. We'll get that. I don't have mine in front of me either because I'm yeah. I'm yeah. mobile myself. Yeah, but uh, I can't remember off the top of my head who they play next. But I know it's somebody that I think they have a very good shot at. I know I was saying that, but they have a very good chance of sneaking into that elite eight though. Just like you saying, I thought Kansas in that bracket they were in on the western side of it. I thought they had okay. They finished. I thought they might have one tough game. I didn't think it would be Northern Iowa. I thought Northern Iowa, and uh, as you mentioned last week, might be um, it's a good team to watch. But I thought Kansas would get past them. I thought they played a high low game and get it down low. It was over. They letting these guys shoot from the outside, and they, they were hitting. When the guy was on, you play you box in one. You 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 get this guy. Man to man, and you can play your zone elsewhere. But he was the guy that was hot. He didn't box and won this guy. I, I think that might have came down to coaching because they got it down to one point, but it was three seconds left. It was three seconds left, and it, it should have come down to that with a team like that, a well-seasoned team at the University of Kansas. But I, no. I think the, 
they'll be back at that level. A lot of these guys get to go early to the uh, NBA uh, because of the school, because of the way, how well they play, how far they get. But I think that may be one of their focuses. One of the problems they have is we going to the league next year or we doing this. I don't, I don't know how you can get past playing for what's right in front of you, and that's a national championship. Everybody don't get a national championship, but everybody, most of the guys, they have more chance of playing in professional basketball than playing for a national championship. So I don't, I don't know to have that national championship and then go into the league that way if you got an opportunity to do so. Washington got uh, West Virginia next. Virginia. Oh, that's going to be a game. West Virginia. The, the, thing, the problem I have with Kansas right now is the fact of that they, you know, they've been in a situation where they were, in a, they were number one majority of the whole season in different, different times. And, yeah, you go into the tournament and you, play, you don't play your best basketball. This is when you should be playing your best basketball. And you put up a unit position to win a national championship, and you got certain people like Xavier Henry and other people, people listening to what other people are saying about going here, going there. You know, and I don't know, and the NF, NBA and doing this and doing that. I just think that they had an opportunity to win a national championship, and they let it slip through their hands by not taking Northern Iowa serious. Hello? We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
All right, welcome back to the show. I am now out of the mobile office, off my BlackBerry. I'm in the studio. Still raining out there. It's overcast, man. I thought I was going to be able to play some golf today, um, but that looked like a no deal. I was going to play with this uh, PGA professional guy, man, Jeff Quigley. Uh, played in the Phoenix Open. Well, he played a couple places, but that's what we were going to play. Um, what were you going to do, caddy? Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> Damn, Rich, y'all, yeah, you tickle pink when he said that. What's going on with y'all? Right, since, I, since I left from the car to the studio, what was y'all talking about? <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't golf with you before. I don't see PGA there yet. <laughs> Rich, this guy, don't. He, you're not knowing. You're not knowing. I played against some PGA pros, and they said, man, you you hit it further than a lot of guys. You got a lot of game. Uh, you know, I said, yeah, you know, you know, I'm from Virginia, man. It's I mean, it's nothing. It's just like competition. Anyway, we were talking about the bracket, man. We were talking about Washington when you got Ken. You did find it. They played West Virginia, right? Correct. Uh, that looked like a that might be a tough one on boys from West Virginia. Uh, the way West Virginia played that last game, uh, I really. I don't really think they, they can really stop Washington. Washington uh, has a uh, a center and a forward there who can go first round uh, this this uh, the coming uh, draft. Uh, they're too big. They're too long. They're uh, they're 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 very uh, fast in transition. Uh, the, the point guard they have there, I keep forgetting his name, but he he sprints up and down that court, pushes that ball. Kind of reminds you of a Phoenix Suns team, really. Uh, so but no, I, no defense. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't really see West Virginia beating Washington. I don't really see Washington really getting tested until uh, the Elite Eight against Kentucky, if Kentucky can get past Cornell, which I'm sure they should be able to. Well, I don't know. Who's your, um, who was your um, Cinderella team you had? Because, you know, Cornell's still in. I think St. Mary's still in, right? Yeah, I, I said St. Mary was, was going to make a good run, but uh, my Cinderella team uh, has always been Northern Iowa. I said Northern Iowa. I had a chance to watch Northern Iowa two or three times at the beginning of the season, and I just said that this looked like a team that could make a real good run in the tournament once they get in, and they've been proving that right. Uh, uh, and with Michigan State, with one of their best players, Luke, is going to be out now, I've really had Northern Iowa going down against Michigan State, but uh looked like Northern Iowa might be able to squeak past Michigan State and get a crack at Tennessee OSU winner. Because of Lucas being out? Correct. I think that's going to really affect Michigan. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? They beat Kansas. It's like uh, that Tennessee game. Uh, Tennessee uh, beat Kansas, Kansas and Kentucky. So I'm looking for uh, the Tennessee team to, to – I'm, I'm yeah, looking for them to get past the Oklahoma, Ohio State, State, but that um, that Northern Iowa team and that um, that Cornell. I thought Cornell was uh, uh was, I thought playing the University of Washington. Ooh, Cornell? Yeah, uh, did they get knocked out? Um, no, Cornell is going to play Kentucky. Kentucky, okay. Yeah, they got Kentucky next. I was going to say I'm looking at this. Uh, I'm at the again. I'm in the office now, so I can I can pull up the computer. Mm-hmm. I can't pull up no bracket because I don't have a computer. Yeah. Let's see, you got uh, Baylor versus St. Mary's, Purdue versus Duke, mm-hmm. Washington versus West Virginia, Cornell versus KU, Northern Iowa, Michigan State, Tennessee, OSU, Syracuse, Butler, and Xavier, K-State. Mm-hmm. That is another good game right there. I'm very anxious to look at K-State versus Xavier. That's a game that everybody's going to be sleeping on. K-State going to win it all. That's just K-State and Baylor in a, um, in a final game. Yeah, K-State, that, that K-State, K-State some good basketball, too. K State's played some good, and this is why I watched I watched every game this year of Kansas State and um, the KU game, and I watched and I'm thinking Kansas State Kansas State had plenty of opportunities to beat KU, and I'm watching these guys. I said these guys can play, not because they was playing against Kansas, KU, but they had some guys on their team that can shoot, can play, can defend, and they run up and down the court. But I'm trying to figure out um, 
why they don't have a chance to uh, they well I, I actually believe they do have a chance to go to the final not this KU and I thought KU and Kansas State would play in the final four um with KU winning that fourth game man but now I'm looking at uh that Kansas State now is on this western side of it. but they got to get past Xavier and that's going to be very tough you got a very good player on Xavier named Joe Crawford who is the one who was in the YouTube spectacular video with him dunking on LeBron James that was that guy that was him, Joe Crawford. He's an absolute superstar. He's a beast. He's been averaging over 27 points a game, five rebounds, six assists. This uh, NCAA tournament run, the guy is a, is a flat-out superstar. He's a freshman. Um, I wouldn't take that game lightly if I was K-State. I don't think they would. You know what? After KU lost, and um, I think every coach in the country is saying, this could happen to you if you don't practice and focus at practice. Uh, if you don't come into the game ready to play, you'll lose to a Northern Iowa. And that's just a motivational fact because Northern Iowa actually do have a good team, and you stated that last week. Uh, but that is a motivational fact for other teams, other coaches around the country to express to their team, you got to come to play. So mm -hmm. I don't think Kansas State is not going to be ready for uh, Xavier. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you, and you got to like the confidence level that Northern High, Iowa had against Kansas. I mean, this team was taking their licks left and right, and they didn't blink. I mean, that three-pointer at the end there by Ali uh, Farouk Manesh. For, yeah, sealed, I mean, sealed it. Was, that yeah, was cold. I mean, that, that was I mean, ice what cold. What confidence is that? I yeah. Mean, to, to hit that, that was shot. ice cold, man, to hit something like that. Uh, but you got you got to ask yourself, uh, do teams like that go into it with nothing to lose or they are really trying to win with a whole lot to win game? I mean, Northern Iowa, if they lost to Kansas, everybody in the world would expect them to lose to Kansas. So they're going out there to shoot lights out. Yeah. They have nothing to lose. That's the whole point about the tournament. You have nothing to lose. That's why you have these Cinderella teams going through, these 13s, 14s, and 15s beating these 1s, 2s, and 3s. Because these kids have nothing to lose, so they're going to play balls to the wall. Well, well, well yeah, I agree with you, Coach. But uh, with uh, Michigan out uh, – not Michigan, but uh, – Michigan. No, Lucas. Lucas for Michigan State. Oh, yeah. Them, them guys, the rest of the guys got to step up because I'm looking for a good game. Now I'm really going to zero in on this now. I, I was under the weather after that KU loss for two days. I couldn't really focus getting bearings back. So now, you're the only one. Everybody I was around was, was salty. I was focused. Friend of my, one of the person I work with, she's, she's a big KU basketball. She's from Missouri, Springfield. Yeah. So uh, she grew up K, loving KU basketball. Everybody does, man. But and all right, she, man. for a whole day was miserable yeah, that's too bad all right man like we talked enough bracket we'll get back we're gonna stay on that but you know ken you down in atlanta you gotta tell us what's going on what's the what's the latest news latest news ben roethlisberger uh well just uh, reported that uh the the gbi georgia bureau's investigation has uh actually interviewed most of the group that uh ben roethlisberger was with his and entourage or just the people in the bar the, the people that he was actually with. Uh. Uh, so I'm not sure what the stories are are going to be conflicting there uh, with the uh, different people who was involved, but they said that they have one last interview that they uh, set up uh, with one of the members of the group. Uh -huh. Once they finish uh, that interview with him, they're going to be requesting to uh, speak with Ben Roethlisberger through Ed Gardner. Um, let's see. They also, you also got Ben Roethlisberger, who's, uh, going to be meeting with uh, uh, with uh, Goodell also. Uh, he was requested a, a formal sit-down with him. And what they're saying right now is you could probably be, possibly be seeing uh, Ben Roethlisberger get the Michael Vick treatment, which is a punishment handed down before the actual conviction. I don't see why not because uh, Goodell, Goodell did say this, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's concerned about the uh, 
how Ben keep putting himself in the same situation. If you got a, a serious, this is a serious case. You got one already pending from 2008 in Lake Tahoe or Lake Havasu. Why would you um? Why would you be more cautious of where you go and who who you hang with uh, out in bars and clubs or wherever you go? Mm -hmm. So he putting himself in those situations. He becomes a target, and I got to keep going back to um, that Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson didn't do all those things. Um, they say he did, but he was a target. He was out there. He's already been convicted once or twice. So why not put go out there and do the come up? All you, all he gonna do is settle out of court, and it's just an opportunity for others to capitalize off uh, mm -hmm. his success and failures. Mm -hmm. And now he's becoming a, a target uh, to uh, for your for your late night jokes. Now he was actually on the uh, <laughs> South Park last night. Uh, if you didn't see that episode where they made fun of him uh, regarding this case, uh, they had him and. Uh, President Clinton, Jordan, and David Letterman in a uh, sex addicts <laughs> episode, and uh, I, th I think one of the uh, female uh, characters uh, asked uh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, uh, "What do you need to do to keep his mind off a certain part of a female anatomy?" The Ben Roethlisberger uh, animation version said, uh, uh, "Stay out of <laughs> bathrooms." <laughs> I, you know what? I think I did. I might have. I was falling asleep on it. I was in bed kind of early, but uh -huh. did they did they make a joke about uh, Tiger Woods too? Yep, Tiger Woods I, too. I saw that man. Yeah. I was, we was watching the same thing. Yeah. yeah, but but then but now what you see now is that he's he's becoming a target of hits now, and it's going to take a not only is he's going to be taking a hit, but guess what? The Steelers is about to take a hit. The city of Pittsburgh is about to take a hit, and the NFL as a whole is about to take a hit as well. This is a, not a good situation for Ben Roethlisberger. You know what? Well, well, you know, if I got a case pending, I'm not I'm not out anywhere. Mm -hmm. First of all, I'm the face of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm I, I'm. Mm -hmm. One of the highest selling jerseys in the National Football League. I'm an NFL quarterback, starting quarterback, two Super Bowl wins. Mm -hmm. What What are you trying to prove? Are you invincible? Because I know, uh, like the incidents, Tiger Woods said he was entitled to these things, or he thought he was, mm -hmm. and that's why he was able to do all the things. But I think he just lost his focus, and that's a whole different issue. Uh, issue with the uh, mm -hmm. Tiger and Ben, but. Ben is Ben is gonna have to get suspended. You mentioned earlier, Ken, that uh, he may get suspended before. An indictment comes down, like the Michael Vick uh, situation. I think he should. I think this is a uh, he's putting himself in a bad situation. Uh, anytime your head coach say I'm concerned about them, they know more than they think they know. So imagine what he's saying on TV, and imagine what we don't know. So mm -hmm. anytime he's saying he's concerned about uh, mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger's situation, uh, it's more to it than we think that we are hearing about. Uh, and then also uh, the, the president, uh, Art Rooney, he said that he will wait for the completion of the most recent sexual, most recent sexual assault in, uh, investigation involving Ben Roethlisberger before he decides which action to take. He's going to take action. Which so one? now you got to put yourself in Stiller's uh, shoes. What do you do next? Do you draft a quarterback or do you ride with Charlie Batch or do you bring in a veteran? I don't know. Yeah, if Dennis, they got Dennis Dixon down there back there backing up. He had a good game coming last year to play against the Ravens. He did come in and do a good job and then he threw that interception in the final game but that that's beside yeah, the point. Yeah, but, but that was you know he played a he played a well. It's almost like he managed that game or or the or the offensive coordinator did a great job of managing him, but he played a pretty good game and they end up losing, but I thought Without the exception of that interception, they um, put themselves in a situation to win that football game. Did he, uh, did he put him on up? They were down like 12 or something, 13. He came in and, and they, ran like a 37 yard touchdown run. Right, and they came back. But yeah. I, I want to um, stay on that Ben, man. And well, actually, Rooney, that's a team who doesn't take any nonsense. And Ben has put himself in a situation not just two times with cases pending, but he was an idiot to get on a motorcycle without a helmet and, and put himself in danger. And 
that way. Mm-hmm. You're already the quarterback. You're not supposed to be on a helmet anyway. I mean, right. a, a motorcycle without a helmet. So um, I don't think is he's an exception because he's been Roethlisberger. And the Ronies don't take that from anybody. The Ronies don't even give contracts if they don't want to. And you may be still a pretty good, uh, serviceable uh, football player. They're just not going to outbid themselves with anyone. No, they're not. All right, man. This is Kwame of Sports. Sometime Rich Show. we got Ken at the ATL as always. Uh, we will be back in about two minutes. I may go get The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan, or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the show. Now, I know this is not the segment. I don't even feel like. I don't even know about today. I feel like doing my sexy voice today. So you ain't. Right. Please don't do that, man. Please don't do the Teddy Junior. It's on the uh, last segment, guys. Chill out, man. I know what I. I want to go. Why did you bring it up? Because, man, I'm thinking. You know, lights down. Let me turn off these lights. Matter of fact, while I'm in the studio. Oh, there I'm you gonna, go. We'll turn the lights <laughs> off. And we need lights off in the studio for. You know what? You what? I am about to turn these lights off. You dead going right? Let me get, let me get this switched right here. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. But I, hey. 
lights are off. <laughs> I just turned the lights off, baby. I, I, need, I might come to the studio more often because uh. The minute five minutes ago, you said you ain't coming to the studio no more. Now you come more often. I know the lights off though, but I can turn the lights hey, off. Hey, if, if you light a candle and get a glass <laughs> of wine, I'm calling man law on you. <laughs> all tough, full of the man card. Y'all didn't say that with the what was that movie? The ladies' man. Y'all didn't say that when that guy was uh lighting candles and having a uh, wine and doing all that. You ain't the you ain't you ain't the ladies' man. That is true. That is <laughs> you true. Ain't nothing like him. That is true. You do. And Kavala Cavassier. Hey, look. Oh, yeah. He was doing Cavassier. That's right. He's um, Cavassier. When I, I I went to get some coffee, you guys. I came back. You guys were talking about the other side of the story. Um, which I don't know which one of you. One of you guys speak on it. Uh, we were, well, we were conversing about the Ben Roethlisberger situation and right. how you know in the past you've seen some of these um, uh, law enforcement agencies. They have a tendency of seeing an opportunity to get their little fifteen minutes of fame. So sometimes they take something that's really small and minute and blow it up and long, and and um, the world and, and drag it out to two or four weeks to a month where you know they really don't have to. They can get the information, do what they do, and get it done. But what I'm think what I'm thinking is is if they've already interviewed all the people like Ken has already said and has done this and done that, I personally think they're just they're. I don't, it must not be a whole lot of information quality information there in order to, to arrest Ben or to charge him with anything. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I think my thought process is this. If they're doing their due diligence just enough to satisfy the complaint and let so they, they she can't say that they didn't investigate. Maybe they doing with uh, R. Kelly. What are you done? Go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah. You also, they, got, they got one more interviewee is what they said. But you know what R. Kelly had? It took his case five years, and and, and they can if they can put it off and take it out of people's minds. Like, oh, that's old news, and 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 not take some take some substance from the case, um, and and kind of water it down. Then whatever time he should have got, supposed to get, um, maybe is a, a slap on the wrist again for the NFL quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers or National Football two-time Super Bowl winner Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Gardner said, quote, that uh, he expects to have this uh, investigation finished in the next couple of weeks, and he blames the Georgia police. Uh, GBI actually uh, appears to be moving at a slower rate uh, than everybody else with this. Yeah, they want to they take their time. Well, I think in incidents like this, you should take your, you take your time on it, but Ben Rothberg is the, is the clown for keep putting this. I don't understand. Man, you got a case pending. So all you did was give that first case a lot of ammunition. A lot, uh, whomever the judges or the prosecutors are uh, in that situation, you gave them a whole lot to think about. Mm-hmm. All they had to do was concentrate on your situation, and now you gave them another situation to concentra- concentrate on, and it happened to pertains you. Mm-hmm. So uh, he putting himself in those situations like that, uh, just like uh, Roger Goodell said, it's, it, he's becoming an issue. Uh, I want to talk to him before. I wonder why. You keep putting yourself out there like that. And exactly. Mike, Mike Tomlin's more saying he's concerned. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot they're telling us, but if you get on the air and you say some things, some things you're not going to say uh, out of respect or the organization or being uh, your quarterback, uh, some things you're not going to tell us. Mm-hmm. But we got enough to, um, you know, we got enough to play off. And I'm, I use the word play lightly, but we got enough to um, go off on what they're trying to say in, in the situation itself. And But I asked you guys on the other side of this, <clears throat> what are this girl uh, and her lawyer doing? She's already dropped out of school. She peed on – she urinated on herself. Um, I got peed on herself from Rich, uh, Coach B. But uh, she urinated <laughs> on herself. <laughs> she urinated on herself. And uh, uh, maybe she's traumatized. Who does that? 
uh, you could be right about that. I mean, that's one of the reasons why she dropped out. I mean, this girl wouldn't have dropped out of school if she wouldn't have uh, some, 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 some counseling uh, from legal defense and maybe psychological defense as well. Right. I'm pretty sure the dropping out of the school portion came from the defense of ter- uh, the, her, her lawyers, I'm sure, um, because, you know, they're so trying to just make out a great case for more money. Yeah, well, yeah, because, man, man it be, you know what? And then that's what uh, uh, Ben's attorneys have to do. They have to find out what kind of student she was, what kind of person she was. Have she been in a part of a situation like this for uh, the sorority she's uh, maybe affiliated with? Uh, what was her grades like? Why did she drop out of school? Uh, if she was an uh, A student, uh, if she was on some type of um, uh, dean's list, honor roll, um, Why you're drinking at, at at 20 years old in a bar? Why you you're got in a fake bar. ID? And then your your school <clears throat> your school has to match up um, uh, with your uh, social life as well. You you making those type of grades? Uh, if uh, you making those type of a a list grades, why are you out at 20 years old drinking in an underage bar? I want me an overage bar. That's the truth. What kind of what kind of what what are you doing? Why are you putting yourself in this situation? Mm-hmm. That she put herself in, number one, as mm-hmm. a 20 year old. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's her fault that whatever happened between her and Ben happened. Mm-hmm. Not putting it, but again, if she wasn't in the situation, then she wouldn't be in a If she wasn't put herself in a situation like that, she wouldn't be in the situation she's in. Right, and I don't want to keep uh, prosecuting Ben because we don't know what happened because they are, we do know. What, I, I know one thing all three of us know. Um, we do know there's women out there like that who go out there for those opportunities, who go out there and do the things they say. Uh, um, like a Ben Roethlisberger situation, like a uh, a uh, Mike Tyson situation. But at, at some point, you know, I want to keep bashing Ben. Now, he has put himself out there twice. But, you know, now you're becoming a target. Now you're out there. Your case is not even done, but you, you got a pending case. So now you're still a target. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to keep bashing him, but it, it is idiotic to keep putting yourself out there like that. Yeah, and Kwame, if you were Art Rooney, where do you go now as far as future with the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as the up-and-coming season? This, that's a great question, Ken. That's a real good question. Uh, I, I would think um, I'm looking for a quarterback. I can't go. I can't ride with Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch is a good backup. Charlie Batch had his time in the league as a starter. Now, you know there's also all – both of you guys know there's phases in this uh, National Football League where you're going to be a starter or you work your way to a starter. Okay, you hold that for a while. Then you become a serviceable backup. You become a guy that can back up. When I need you, you know the offense in and out, but you can only move us so far. Um, ben Roethlisberg, uh, he may command more attention from the team. He may get in that huddle and say some things and they respond to him. A one-yard play goes five yards. That's a huge difference in a football game. Um, as a Rooney I may be looking – I won't look into the draft for a quarterback, per se, because you do have Dixon over there, and both uh, – we. I think we all agree that he did a good job in that Baltimore game, and that's always a tough game. But I'm going to look throughout the league for a free agency quarterback that may can come in. Uh, you may have to pay. You may have to take a loss, uh, but you have to pay. I can't understand how the Roonies, being the family they are, the organization they've always been, uh, the discipline they have always had, Allow this to keep happening without any punishment, without even coming out. Now, again, they want to take care of their own, uh, which they should do. But he has to come down with some type of uh, suspension before Godell does. And um, that that will lighten the one from the NFL if he take care of his own within the team comes up. But to ask you a question, Ken, I'm looking for a quarterback through free agency. Hmm. That I mean, I, I, I have to. I think you Pittsburgh. 
you have Dixon there, but I'm not saying I'm looking for a quarterback to come in and take Dixon's spot if uh, Ben can't play. But I need you. I need the quarterback position to be very competitive. I need a guy who will go out there and command the respect of the other ten guys on the field. I need a quarterback out there who can look across the defense and say, "I got you." There's nothing y'all gonna do to us today. I, I've been around guys like that, and not just on a pro level, a professional level. I've been around guys like that say they done today, and it was. And you watch this guy how he plays and how he go go about his business. Like man, you were serious. You you, you don't think about doing it, but afterwards you like, damn. Before he we started this game, he said I got him today, and then after the game, like man, he said he had him, and and you and you and you play every play that he was a part of or she was a part of in your head, like. You were balling. But I need a quarterback to go out there and look across the defense and say, I got where I'm going with it. I know where I'm going with it. I'm going to disguise it this way, but I'm coming right back to you. This is a competitive team. I mean, they're ready to compete now for the Super Bowl. Right. Can you throw Dixon in there now and get the same results or even a injury-riddled uh, old Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch. I think if uh, if it was me personally, I think I'm going to free agency. I'm going after Jake DeLone, Jeff Garcia, somebody that I know that can step in right now, proving themselves a Super Bowl quarterback who can get this team to the promised land because this team is set up right now to make a run at the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and Jake DeLone, I think he's already signed with Cleveland, maybe. Yeah, he's already signed with But I hear you what you're saying. I'm going to get a guy who's been there, who's been there. And I that's not a bad way to go. You get a guy who can – this is not a – what team would I say? This is not a Washington Redskins, Ken. You, you made a good point. This team is ready to compete now. This this team was uh, two years off the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl. This team has the most Super Bowls in NFL history. Uh, and you got a team with Dallas Cowboys in. And you got a team with uh, uh, who uh, Chicago. These teams win Super Bowls. These teams are ready to compete. When Every time they step on the field, they got – they may have a young guy who's ready to play now, but they feel this, this young guy's going to help us win right now. Mm-hmm. It's a more veteran team. It's a more They've able to let veterans go because they believe so much in their system and what they're trying to do. They were able to let a Joey Porter go in the prime of his career uh, because they believe we got another guy behind him that's ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, uh, who's that, Lamar Woodley and, and uh, and uh, the defensive player of the year, Tommy Harrison. But also, you got to remember they bring it back Larry Foote from back from Detroit. Now they re-signed him. Yep. This team is ready to go. They're loaded on defense. Rashard Mendenhall is the man at running back. Uh, your receivers are, are solid. Uh, they just brought in somebody else. Uh, Randall L. Yeah, exactly. So Randall L is back, and no, they also signed uh, your boy. Um, uh, I can't think of something. Hey, top think, of, think about this, uh, Randall L. Used to be a quarterback, so if it came down to it, mm-hmm. he could be that second string or that third string quarterback behind Dixon. But um, imagine with that offense, because Hans Wars is a—he's—he's uh, he's more of a—he's more of Anquan Bolden. He's—he'll get the job done, but he's going to be hurt two or three games. But he's going to be every time he's on the field, you better wonder where he is. Now imagine what that offense is going to be able to do with Randall L. back in the offense. I think he won the Super Bowl, Randall L. I'm talking about. So he went to Washington to get paid. He's back home now. Pittsburgh is ready to play right now, so they're uh-huh. ready to get. They're ready to get on it. Yeah, Jeff yeah, Garcia. I'm not. I'm not sold on that acquisition. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break, man. This is the Kwame Lasso of the Sports Sometimes Rich Show. As always, Ken, who's going to be on the show every week, he has a mobile office now. He got a show office. <laughs> Me and Rich don't have a show office. We got to show up. Show up <laughs> and start time. We'll we be back. Up. In, yeah, show office. Yeah, we'll be back in two minutes.
Tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lambo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports arms hey welcome to the uh the sports and sometimes rich show as always can from atl i'm in the studio with the lights off got my mouth real you know the lights off i just little i just licked my internet action going on I got a little action going on. I got a little oh. Jergens right here beside me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you retarded. You, you are remedial, man. Oh, man. Look, man. We, we Let's let's move on, man, because we only got a 40-second, um, 42-minute show. Uh, guys are not in the league. Ken, you got a list of those guys that still haven't found a home, and they still, I, I think there's a lot of guys like that that's pretty much serviceable to any team. It's just a lot of teams don't want to pay these guys. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, your biggest free agent out there, uh, Terrell Owens. Um, I know a lot of teams are staying away from the guy as far as his, uh, you know, his, his problems that he brings, his baggage he brings with him, his age. But the man is still better than half the receivers in the league. Yeah, I agree with that. And coach, and me and Coach B said last uh, last week that we didn't hear anything about him. He was on good behavior last year. Who the hell? Oh, yeah. boy. You on the show? Basically, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Who are you talking about, basically? Terrell Owens. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying, did he play last year? 
Oh, oh you being sarcastic or facetious? Yeah, because facetious. Here, he played last year after they changed coaches. <laughs> yeah, <but you> <laughs> yeah that's Gio. true. That is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember the first game that he played in after they uh, fired Dick Duran, he had, what, uh, 10 catches for almost 200 yards and two touchdowns that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we only had four touchdowns the whole year. You know? And he had two in that game. Yeah. 192 yards in one game. Uh, well, who, who's out there, Ken? That's uh, you, you talk about uh, Terrell Owens, and I think um, I agree. He's still able to. He's better than half of the receivers out there. But the guys that they don't want to. No one wants to uh, sign him to a long term contract. But give him what he's going. Give him a two year, a good two year deal. I think he'd be down for that. He just signed a one year for six million with the uh, Buffalo last year mm-hmm. after being um, uh, released from Dallas. Which I think Dallas he should, I think he should stay in Buffalo. Ooh. Because I really, I really believe Vic is going to eventually end up in Buffalo. Vic is throwing. Vic throws the tight ends. Vic don't throw the receivers. <laughs> he throws the good tight ends. Yeah, he'll be there. And um, you also got to look at, you know, he he. There was rumor that he was going to go play with Chad Ochocinco down in Cincinnati, but they went ahead and signed Antonio uh, Bryant from Tampa Bay. Aren't they tra- Aren't they talking about you talking about uh, Vic? If he leaves, uh, that's gonna leave. If they talking about trading Donovan McNabb to somewhere, then Vic and uh, Kevin Knob is there. Cobb is there, or oh, is it Knob? Cobb. Cobb. Kevin Cobb is there. So I don't know if that's gonna. He's put- the future. He is the future. That when I we mm-hmm. talked about this guy when he put up them three hundred plus yards back to back when Donovan was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also we were talking about him. He was a big time guy when he was at the University of Houston too. You're right. Right. Killing David Cleveland mm-hmm. records and other and Andre Ware's records and stuff like yeah. that. So, I, 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 but I don't see. Um, you do see uh, Vic going to Buffalo. So if Terrell starts, To stays in, um, maybe he's good at reality shows. Maybe he should get a couple more of those. I mean, he got he he's he's he, he got his eyes set on starting opening day, and he's going to do it. Anything he can do to make that happen. And uh, like I said, I just the only team that I really see that he'd be really good to fit in is Buffalo. They don't have that high enough of a draft pick to really take a quarterback first. They're they're they don't they're not going to address the quarterback with their first pick. So I think they're really going to try to go after a quarterback in free agency. Why not go after one of the most explosive quarterbacks there's ever been in the history of the NFL? With Michael Vick. Well, yeah, because I, I, Michael Vick he doesn't have that wear and tear on his body that you uh, mm-hmm. you know because he set out two years of the National Football League. He wasn't getting beat up. All he was doing is getting better. If he was injured, mm-hmm. he was getting healed. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember something. You don't have to pay him much either. Yeah, but you, you want that guy to perform. Go ahead and make him believe that you want him there, not that I want you here to fix my team. I want you here because I want you to be a part of my team. You don't have to pay big. But you, it's also the principle of the thing is make me feel like you want me. I know what I've been through, and it, it was over some dogs. Man, you better get put that behind you. Make me feel like you want I didn't kill anybody, or really, not no human being. But uh, hey. You know what? You know you kill some poodles. You just you might as well. It's kind of yeah, like they live. Well, at it? least he didn't kill a man drunk, and your boy still got signed. Yeah, he didn't kill a grown man walking across the walkway. Uh, although Coach B would say, although Coach B say he wasn't in between the lines. He yeah, was, that yeah, guy was dead. still drunk. He was drunk. Is he that a, his fault? He was. Well, it was his fault that Dante was drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was his fault. Well, he was drunk. Fault that the other guy was drunk. You must be drinking. I know you serving drinks now, right? No, I'm, just, I'm asking a question, though. Mm-hmm. I said, is it Dante's fault that the, the victim was drunk? It's Dante's fault that he was drunk, too. Yes, it is yeah. very Dante's fault that he was drunk. I say to start with that because that car is a weapon. That car is a weapon. Now you put the ammunition in yourself with the alcohol, Dante. Uh, 
So now you don't have the sense of the well to stop on time, even though if you did go outside the line, you're supposed to stop behind the line. You don't have to go past the line. You know, a lot of times we do this, and you do it every day you drive, is you go past that those two. If you're not in that walkway, no one's coming, and you're making the right turn, you go past those lines about to make your turn, but you're supposed to stop behind those two lines. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? So he don't have that type of uh, agility uh, that you would like him to have if he was on a football field, that type of instinct or wherewithal to make those stops uh, suddenly because he's alcoholed up. The guy was drunk, too. Both of them were in Miami. So he's drunk walking, but this guy's drunk driving. Now he's starting somewhere this year in the football, National Football League. Cleveland let him go. So he's, I think he, what he signed with, Cincinnati? Uh, I think he's with Baltimore. Baltimore. Signed with us. He won't, he won't, you know, we got – we're pretty good on receivers. They, well, you, why? Because they signed Anquan. Yeah, we got Anquan. Anquan, Derek Mason. But he wasn't bad when he was playing, huh? Derek Mason. I'm gonna have to. Um, Derek Mason need to go into the um, slot. Old folks home. No, no, he still get it done because again, he's one of those guys that can get in that huddle and say something and make guys play. He guys respond to him. Again, he wasn't retired due to that Steve McNair incident. Whereas uh, he, you know, he just felt bad. He just he didn't have it in him. Uh, he ended up coming back, uh, but he did. He had a pretty good year. He dropped a couple yeah, passes. Uh, he dropped a couple passes in big games uh, this year that I, Derek Mason normally makes. But uh, I don't know who was Ken. Who else out there? Oh, you want to hit them Lakers? Because we got two minutes on Voice America Sports Network. Well, you also got Leon Washington, who's with the Jets, who's uh, uh, who's coming off a, a, a knee injury. Who didn't play at all last year, and but uh, instead of signing his tender sheet that he uh, he offered him, he's looking for more money, and I really don't think he's going to get it. And uh, you saw they already got rid of uh, Jones, and right. they've got their uh, running back of the future and Sean Green already signed. Um, I think Leon Washington might be up out of there. He's going to be available to anybody who wants him. I think that's a deploy to uh, exactly what you say is to get out of there because you coming off that type of injury, running back, planting, cutting speed, you got out of there, burst power, and you don't have it yet. You don't have it, and camps about to, little camps about to start around the country with these teams mm-hmm. uh, after the draft, real soon after the draft. That's a ploy because they got uh, LaDainian Thomason uh, over there with the uh, the explosive back they had. The reason why Thomas Jones go, uh, mm-hmm. was uh, expendable. But he's trying to get out there because he knows. What they gonna do with me? We can't. It's three of us that's are pretty good there. It would have been three that was still pretty good if they kept Thomas Jones. But he wants to go out there and be a, I guess a star. But you're not gonna be the star for what happened last year at the running back position. Then you bring Ladanian in. Where's Leon go fit? Uh, return kicks again. Exactly. And then with that coming off that injury, he's not gonna be uh, the same Leon. He's not gonna have right. that speed. You know, he's not gonna have those the, that the, the cuts and stuff like that. So what you think? He should wait one more year, then make that uh. Make that because uh, Ladainian will have one year left, and I'm sure they're going to resign the running back they have to a long term deal. Yeah, he needs to take that tender offer sheet and sign it and then shut his pie hole. Yeah, yeah. And be thankful that he's getting another shot, you know. Especially off a knee injury. They, you know how expendable the football, National Football League is? They just go out and get another guy who think they can do it. Oh, again, they, they, they know for everyone who, who questions himself, they got five who say they can do it. Right, and then one of cheaper. And what and cheaper exactly? One of those fires might be able to make it. Oh man! All right, man. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. All right, hey. man. Well, you know what? I appreciate you guys. I apologize for uh, not really, but for you know, I was on a mobile phone coming in, but I knew I could count on you guys to be there, Cannon. As always, man. Great, um, Coach B. Oh, it's good. I know you about to go to the coaching office now. 
Uh, yeah, you can't, I go to work. Yeah, you don't have a coach's show office like uh, oh, like yeah. Ken. Yeah, we need to get our own office, Kwame. We we, you know what? We're going to make some moves. This is Kwame Lassie Sports Sometime. Rich Show, Ken ATL. We see you guys next week. We're going to uh, do a lot of things on the fan, uh, fan page this week. Uh, so y'all check that out. Uh, Ken, I appreciate the blog. I mean, the uh, heads up you gave everybody on Facebook. Anytime, buddy. All right, I'll holler back, man. Y'all be safe. Peace. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management